Welcome to All Credits Due, Vitsi's podcast for filmmakers and film geeks about what goes on behind the scenes of the filmmaking world. I'm your host, Nikki Lok, and each week I'll be speaking to someone involved in filmmaking to better understand their roles and how it goes into the making of a good film. In this episode, we speak to Am Anuson, a Thailand director with an extensive portfolio in the past years ranging from shorts to features to commercial work and web series. He also founded Cometive Production, a production house, when he was just in his second year studying film at Bangkok University. Hello, Anusong. Hello, Nikki. I'm so Hi. happy to be here. Thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> so happy to have you as well. Yeah. So I, I think going straight into all the past projects you've done so far, we realized that you've worn many, many hats for uh-huh. all your projects. Yeah. Uh, but let's focus on directing in particular for, for this episode. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can open up with a, a basic question first. Yeah. What does a director do? So what does as a director do I think is you know it depends on the production to and depend on the director is himself that they comfortable to do which way but for me I'm kind of bossy director I think <laughs> because I have a problem with trusting people. So I'm just, you know, the the director for me is the main or the head of the shooting set, the main creative. And the answer yes or no is depend on the director. And I mostly do with the director and also coach acting as well because, you know, it's, it would be good is is it is better if the actor you know that give like a message from me directly not through the coach acting or whoever you know i think the director is very important to to decide that the film is going to be good or bad it depends on this position most of the time you know i when i direct my films i also writing my films as as well because i'm not sure i'm i cannot i cannot direct the script from another people i don't know why that's kind of weird things right <laughs> like you oh. should be direct um anything but yeah. you know like i like to come up with the ideas and with my own per my own personal idea and then i direct it would you compare a director's role to almost like a pilot in the aeroplane yeah. <laughs> who makes all the important decision making yeah exactly exactly because you know if if the director have a very good eyes you know and i think the the films is going to be is going to really good you know and the director have to be very open minded i think and very creative and just learn to accept the new things you know like travel a lot i think you know do i think the director need to have very experience very have a lot of experience because we making another people life we create another people life so we need to we need to know every bad people every good people you know like someone very bad you just don't say that he is bad you know like in the past maybe he 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 is a good guy but 
something forced him to be a bad person. You know, like I think the director need to be open about this and and learn to be accept another people without just just judge it that he's bad. You know, but with only one mistake that is totally wrong. I think. We're gonna time travel a bit back to your younger days. Uh-huh. So growing up, right? What kind of stories were you drawn to the most, and where did you find them? Was it from books or newspaper or watching TV or movies? Um, you know, I was growing up really tough time. I have a tough time growing up because I am a middle shy. So like my mm. parent does didn't really care about me. I, I I'm not sure. I, Oh. But I'm just, yeah, I'm just being alone all the time in the house. So movies is the only friend that I have on that time. So when I watch movies, I, I feel like I, I've been through, I have been through many, many plays and many, many feeling, emotion. And, you know, I watch every type of film, even the horror films. I watch, I know what you did last summer when I was like five years old, six years old, which is like, it's not good for kids, but you know, I just experienced that, and and I remember when I was a kid, you know, when the when the year of two thousand, like someone said the war is gonna end, and oh. I freak out, you know, I believe that, and I freak out, and I'm so scared because the lots of movies came out like Deep Impact or Armageddon, you know. Oh yeah, and it make me <laughs> feel like. So terrible for three years. I have been oh dear through. I have been through up. I have been like you know, not sleep well because I'm so afraid of the the world is gonna end. So that's the movie is effect to me when I was a kid. So, and another funny thing is that I watched Jurassic Park, which is my first film that I went to the theater and watched it. And I believe that the dinosaur is real. Until I was 14, I realized oh. they is gone. The whole 10 years, really stupid, you know, I have been talking to people like, you know, I have, I seen dinosaur before, but yeah, I, and I, that one is click me that I believe that the films have something to relate, relate to people and it's a magic, is something that I really, really want to do it. I really want to like show people what I believe, you know, what I think. And I write a lot. I wrote a lot of things when I was a kid. Like not just my life. I wrote about my friends, like what his back what his background story, what he been through, which is based on my imagination one hundred percent. I sometimes I um I never talk to him, but I just like, you know, create his life. So yeah, I think I'm kind of weird kid when it was a when it was a boy. <laughs> yeah. But that's that's a very interesting process to have as well. Uh inspired by real life events. Yeah. And then it it kind of spins your creative mind, yeah. right? W- would you say that the movies that you grew up with uh in your childhood days, did they later on inspire you to go into film and storytelling in general? Um I have Two films that very in very inspired me to be a filmmaker. The first one mm-hmm. is of, of course Jurassic Park, because yeah, this is my first time experience the theater, and it was just 
just so weird and I was crying so hard I was scared <laughs> and freak out and stuff like that and mm-hmm. the second themes that inspire me is if I tell you you if I tell you is you're gonna laugh it's called um scream by West Haven you know like Ooh. the ghost face and slasher film killing people and stuff like that yeah yeah I yeah wow. I watched it when I was a kid and I was so surprised by the ending like you know, I, I cannot say the ending because it's going to spoil. <laughs> but that is the really cool, smart screenplay. And, and I want to become like that. But, you know, when I grew up, I'm, I'm, I'm just opposite. I want to make a films about life, about love, about accepted, you know, and stuff like that. Politics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Is is there a recent film or story that you you read or film that you watched that wowed you, like impressed you a lot? Um, that one that one thing is also really impressed me. It's called the Devil Wears Prada. Oh, Devil yeah, Wears Prada. I'm, I'm yes, I'm not sure you have, you've seen it before or not, but but yep. it's a very very good film. I can see the human of the film, like. You know, I can. I believe it is real, and I I believe in the character that people have failed and people have been up and down. You know, I learned a lot from that film, and sometimes before you become a who you are, you hurting people, and that's the process of life that mm. we need to accept. And that film is taught taught me about this, and it, it was really like. Like why open? Like I why awake? You know. Ah, okay. So in a sense, all these films uh, really mature you in the process as well. It makes you think further. Yeah, right? and you know when I was in the university. Um, no, when I was fifteen, I got a chance to go to went to the USA to be, to become an exchange student. And on that mm. times, I was just learning about about human rights, about accepting, about like it's okay to be different, and it's fine to just speak out your mind. And and when I came back to Thailand, I become a weird people because I just speak my mind all the time, which is it's not <laughs> nice for Thai people, you know. For Asia people, do you have to be polite, right? like you have to keep your mouth shut, you know. <laughs> when I when I grew up when I when I grad when I graduate from the uni- from the university I'm just because I cannot speak out so that's why I speak through my films and and, and yeah people accept when people accept my films when people love my films it feel like they love me because I put every thought into my films yeah that's very very interesting. Yeah, there there is that culture shock. Yeah, when, <laughs> when you return from yeah. USA, people are like who and is when, this? And you know, when I first went to the US, I was culture shocked so huge because you know uh, I got yeah. racist too because I'm the only Asian people mm. there, and and yeah, and I learn and I look back to Thailand from the from the person who live on the outside of Thailand, and I feel like my country is suck. You know, and mm. I want to speak about this so bad, you know, when I came back. So, but I cannot say anyway because I had to go to jail for 15 years. So, <laughs> it's <Yeah>. a dilemma. <laughs> 
We're going to go into, I guess, the more technical aspects. So mm-hmm. really, really dissecting this director role. So I think the first question is, mm-hmm. as a director, right, who do you work most closely with on set? The continue. <laughs> he or she need to be sit next to me all the time. So yeah, I was talked to them a lot. Sometimes I ask them for opinion too that, Do you, do you think that is a good take? You know, like, yeah, I think that, ah. I, yeah, we need to talk with continue a lot because I will focus on the acting, on the lighting, on the, you know, the angle of the camera, but the continue is very important. When you say continue, um, do you mean the person who is the script supervisor who looks out for like the continuity of shots in yes. between scenes? Yes, that's right. I'm All sorry. Right. Yes, okay. uh, script supervisor. Yeah, I, ah, I just okay, call okay. them in in Thai in Thailand. Uh-huh. We call them a uh, continuous people. The super um script supervisor will guide me that okay, what place should I be in? Like, what should I be continue? You know. Mm, okay, mm-hmm. and then for actors and actresses, how do you how do you work with them in carrying out the vision of the story that you want to tell? Mm-hmm. Most of the time, not most of the time, every films that I direct or every TV series that I direct, I I always have workshop two months before because work. I mean, I workshop with the cast like um acting training just to make sure that they see the same diary, the same direction as mine. And yeah, we work really hard. We workshop two times a week. One time for five hours, and to make sure that everybody on the shooting set don't have to waiting for us. You know, like mm. when we go on set, we just like okay, just just work professionally. I I need to be really fast because you know one day sometime I have to shoot like ten scenes, and that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm. So do you do you feel that there is an importance to build? Almost like a, a a friendship or rapport with your actors and actresses before yes. the the production shoot even happens. Yes, that's the most important part. Like because me and my actors are uh, became friends, become a very very good friends <laughs> all the times, and I just like because you know sometimes we need to talk a lot. It's not just only the screenplay. Um, we need to talk about life. We need to talk about what is your background. So sometimes when the sad scene, you know, I want to make you cry. What should I say? You know, like <laughs> you know, sometimes his dog just passed away, and I just you know like talk about him on the oh. set about the dog. It's it's kind of hurt. It's kind of bad way to do because you know it's you can get impression you you can get the de- I mean you can get depression because of because of you have to go deep down to inside the sadness and stuff like that. But mm. but it's good for the films. You know when when people saw it, they believe mm. it's real. And yeah, it, I think it's the most important thing that you need to know your actor. And you need to know the character that you wrote, which is a very important. And try to adapt two of them together. And also, the act, the actor need to be open-minded as well. Like 
I you know I made lots of BL films, BL series, and and sometimes those BL actor is a straight man, and he just like, oh I don't want to kiss a guys, and I was like, why the hell you accept the job? For the first place, you know, like you can deny because if I make a BL romantic love story, why you cannot kiss a guy? Just like you know, I'm, I, yeah, that is not the right things to to do it. And you need to be, yeah, you need to talk a lot, talk every day. I talk to my actor every day in line or in or phone call, like what's up, what are you doing now, and uh, do you have any plans? Like go to the Theater together, or something or some, you know, like exchange. Mm. Yeah, but it's it's a, a a bad things happen as well. Sometimes the fans and don't understand, and they believe that oh, the director and the actor become together or something like that. Which is like, come on, fans, wake up! <laughs> <laughs> like you need to be lights like, are blurred. <laughs> yeah, just to be learned. Then don't think too much. You know, I I get that. I got that a lot. In the past three years, <laughs> you got because I mostly I write the car with my actors and yeah, and they mm. they hate that, the fans hate that, yeah. Yeah, I I I get I get what you mean because mm-hmm. ultimately I think between the director and the actors or mm-hmm. actresses there will be this level of intimacy, right? Having worked through the the scenes of the film, yeah. uh, and creating that great chemistry between both. Have you have you been through moments where you realize that oh no, I have to step back a bit. I cannot go into any deeper in terms of the level of intimacy. Have have there been moments like this? Yeah, yeah, of course there have the moment like this, but it's not based on me and him. You know, it's mostly based on the fans, because like the fans think too much, and we need to like okay, like we we don't need to post everything on Instagram when we see each other and stuff like that. But sometimes I do feel like, you know, when I get, get deep inside to my actor, sometimes my actor have a very, very dark side. And ah. it's, sometimes it's, it's kind of hard to accept because it's, it's like, um, should I say this? But yeah, it's, it's sometimes it's the, he done a really bad things that, that, I, I cannot accept that. Even I told you before, right? Like become a director, you need to open minded. But mm-hmm. sometimes we have li- we have limit and and sometimes it's close the line too much, you know, like maybe without explaining the situation <laughs> also. How how do you then get yourself out of that? Very tricky situation. Yeah. yeah. I I just taught them di- I just taught them directly because you know, become my act, become my actor. We just speak straightforward. And sometimes I have been fighting with my actor for three hours without workshopping, just like, just disagree and uh, and yeah, and be cursing each other mm. for three hours. But at the end <laughs> of the day, we need to be professional. That it's just some debates that we disagree, and it's fine to have a different opinion, you know. Mm. And yeah, the more you talk, the more you fight the more you debate is make me make us close make us closer than is usual Uh i think it's a very healthy conversation you know like when we talk to someone that who have a different opinion not just only act 
not just only actor. I mean, my assistant director, my cameraman, you know, everyone. Like we can disagree and uh, when we we cannot disagree and agree and we can talk openly because you know based based on Asian culture, I get it. I got it so many times. Like like for example, my director of photography just came up to me and then said. How do, how did I work today? You can be honest to me, and I just said you work so terrible. I hate <laughs> that. You need to be improved tomorrow, and then they become like wow. They become so depressed, and they're like, "Why am I so so bad?" You know. And I was like, mm-hmm. I, "I speak honestly, so don't ask for my honestly opinion if you if you can't accept it." You know, and that. It's happened a lot in Thai culture, because in when I work with Japan, you know, my first film, Present Perfect, is is shooting in Japan, and I work with lots of Japanese people, and they talk straightforward. And <laughs> I work with European, American, you know, they're very straightforward to me. But in terms of Thai people, they 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 like they have age to respect, you know, like if you older than me. I have to respect him as a based on aging, not the position, and that's a really hard to work because you know I'm the director and I'm the head of the shooting set, and sometimes I talk with the art departure, which is like fifty years old, and I need to be. It's really hard to talk to them because they need me to respect them because they're older than me, and I think that is not right for me to work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think understanding even say the culture, yeah. what what do how do the people uh, treat one another? Yeah, understanding that dynamics is also very very important. Very important. For the director role, what are the main challenges on a production set? Any advice on where to start, especially for filmmakers who are aspiring to become a director? I think. Um, for the newcomer or the new first director, you need to be yourself. You need to believe in story that you are gonna tell people. You need to be who you are. Just, just dress forward and then be honest to the audience. If you are supporting Trump, you can. It's fine, you know. If you are supporting Biden, it's okay. And <laughs> just, just be who you are, and don't be afraid to raise your voice or or um speak up what you believe. I think it's the mm. most challenging things that the filmmaker need to need to be because you know sometimes, especially in my country, you know we see. Lots of films that is, I feel the same, you know, just the same story and stuff like that. Because I believe that every filmmaker have a unique personality, have their own story that they want to tell, and yeah, just be brave to tell. Don't afraid to anything, but yeah, act, but don't against the law, and that's it. <laughs> Because sometimes the law is kind of stupid. There, there are still boundaries after all, <laughs> even if you are the yeah. truest and, and, and you know, it's good sometimes because you know when the law is not allow you to um speak, 
but we need we we put the message the hiding message and it's fun to the people to watch it and like they are try to figure it out what the director gonna say though the director meaning of that scene and yeah that's kind of good Mm. Okay. On mm-hmm. actually on this topic, right? Um, I think this is also something that uh we've been observing uh, across some countries, especially an Asian country, mm-hmm. uh, where you know you have some laws in place that mm-hmm. may restrict some sort of creativity. Yeah. How do you think is the best approach for for someone who wants to speak his or her mind? Um, so being vocal about certain themes or topics, but yet also understanding that there are Uh, legal things to consider when making a film. So how how do you how do you thread that very carefully? Yeah, yeah. I I I think I hate I hate the censorship so much. I think that is something that's not right because I think everyone should have the right to speak up their mind, and especially the filmmaker, the art in every artist need to be safe when they raise their voice. Because I think the films or every artworks can have potential to change the society. Because we have we live in a society with very different opinions. So as much as we try to speak up or raise our voice, especially from the filmmaker, it's gonna make people think. It's gonna make people realize and. It's it's kind of weird things to some country. I don't want to name the name, but yeah, like my horror films, which is like I think it's very stupid film that I made in my life, and it's show in that country. But the gay films is not show in that country, and that country is very very civilization in Asia. You know mm-hmm. why the censorship things need to. Like why the government allow themselves to choose which movie that people have to watch, and yeah, one of my films got banned three years ago. It's called the presentation. Oh. Yeah, and I just right now I have no feel I have no future about this film at all, and it's kind of sad because I really want to show that film. Mm. Yeah. Do you do you think with all these? Because now you understand that um, there may be certain limitations in terms of screening the film to to audiences in other countries as well. Do you think that might discourage some of the directors to tell such stories? If you have the capability of changing things, what what will you do in in your power to to make sure that the directors are still telling such stories? Uh, and they're still being heard or seen around the world. Yeah, I think ev I think every voice is matter. So I think everyone can be able to make films. Especially filmmaker can be able to make films whatever they want. It can be a strong violence, bloody, but they can express their art. You know, express their feeling to the films because when they want to kill someone, I don't want to go and kill someone. I'm just make a her make a scary movie, and then just kill someone in the film. So <laughs> I think it's good for us to therapy my expression, our heart. You know, and I think we need to have the free. We have the right 
to 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 express that way and who is gonna decide they're gonna hate the films or not is the people so mm. just don't be you know involved to our creativity Mm-hmm. Mm. What do you think makes a good director? So I think previously you mentioned about being open-minded. What do you think are some of the qualities, or skills that a, a good director will have? I think the quality skill is based on your experience. So if you make the film, if you make the films or TV series a lot, you know as much as you can. And you're gonna get lots of experience. When I was looking back for my first feature film, person, perfect, I was like, "Oh my gosh, um, why you are so stupid?" But you know, <laughs> like, but people like improve every day, improve every time when the next films. And especially, I want to tell all the um student filmmaker out there, just make a short film as much as you can. Now you have technology, like you have just the phone, and you can make a good quality film. Just make films and then send it to any film festival to show your work. You need to have English subtitles. Right now, I think it's such a good time for filmmaker because we it's such easy to make films and to show your belief, your thought to people. I think all the filmmaker, all student filmmaker should do because when you become a student filmmaker, you allow to make a mistake. But when you become a professional filmmaker, it's like based on the client, based on the investor. You know, you have to follow them sometime, and that is, I think, become the student filmmaker is the most freedom that you can express your emotion through the film, and I think it's beautiful. Very well said. <laughs> yeah, I I think looking at also some of um the past projects you have done, maybe you can go into the specifics of it. So, what approach have you taken to achieving good takes with your with your cast? You can elaborate on any funny stories, perhaps, of how far you have tried working with your cast to achieve that perfect and that ideal. Uh, scene. Every, I think every movie is have a very funny story and really weird, <laughs> really weird story as oh, well. Yeah, okay. like I did two Moon Two series, which is really huge success in Asia. And I think the most funny about two Moon Two that I always have a problem with the fans, and that's the most annoying me because especially like. I'm just. They have the pic. They they release the picture that I talk with, um, the boys like the act the actors and the fan get mad and I was like, it's it, I find I found this funny because you know the director and the actor need to to have a conversation, but why you have to get <laughs> mad about this? Uh, mm. Or because I'm gay and you didn't accept that or maybe like. Gay people don't. They don't want to like just go have sex with everyone. No, they don't. They don't be like that. So mm-hmm. just yeah, for the fans' mindset, you know, they always think that way. And for present still perfect is funny because um, they have the scene that the actors old and third need to learn how to how to swim, and third didn't know how to swim, and old his expert swimmer but in real life or don't know how to swim 
enter and become a very good expert swimmer. So yeah, but I just it's, I have such a hard time to make people believe that that scene that um, Ot is a good swimmer and <laughs> yeah, and he get mad for me all the time. He had a phobia about the canal, like he just. Oh no! He just like believed that there's a crocodile all the time, and <gasps> I was like, "That's no crocodile, bitch. Just <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about that." And in Thailand, you know, when people that order that us, we calling them P, and then their mm. name after like P arm or P Nikki or something like that. But me and my actor, you know, I'm not allowed them to call me P because I feel like we are we can be friends, you know. We 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 oh. we don't have we don't need to to put the age to be the standard to respect, you know. Just respect by the position of the work, respect by relationship as a friend. That is the best way to work, and yeah, we and we become close because of this too. Mm, mm-hmm. That's really nice. Yeah, I I think also referring to the example that you were sharing just now, as a director, do you feel obliged to also take care of, say, the mental health of your cast? For example, even let's say your horror web series Bangkok mm-hmm. Dark Tales. Uh-huh. Like after the project, are there things that you uh you do you work out with your cast to make sure that mentally. They are uh-huh. they are okay. Yeah, <laughs> that there's no yeah. crocodile in the canal. Yeah. Like how how do you how do you go about that? Yeah, it that is really hard part because you know every people have their own mindset and their like their own feeling. You know, and I remember I shot the present still perfect, and then they have the scene that the actor need to cry very hard, and then. In the scene, he was crying so hard, and then he cannot stop crying for the next two hours. We had to stop shooting because, you know, he get deep down inside, and I still, I honestly still don't know how to fix it because me myself, when I wrote some story, and it's touching my heart and it's sad, I always crying, and sometimes I just being sad for the whole days and become depressed. So. Yeah, I think um, become an artist, you become depression really easily. You know, like lots of artists, they ended up commit suicide, which is kind of sad. But I kind of understand them, like like why they they choose like that because you know some sometimes the director that really feel into the character too much because especially me, you know, I was, I like to tell people by, based on my life, my personal life. And sometimes I, I, I feel like I can see my past and that was the hurtful thing to experience because I'm not have a good time growing up and, you know, it's keep reminding you about this. So yeah, that's that's why mm. I need to go to see a doctor every two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For for the wellness. Yeah, for the mind. mental. And sometimes ah. I need to do a yoga. I need to do a yoga. Yoga. Yeah, to ah. just make peaceful and you know thinking forward. Like, do not um sink in the 
past too much, but for my actors that I'm really worried about them, you know, mm. I just that's why we have fun when we go out, do karaoke, watch movie, and <laughs> just you know just have fun and don't think about the the films, the script. Uh, some some time we need to have that. We need to have a healthy time for the actor and mm. the director to be just. Get out from the story. So after having been through this range of experience directing in sets for branded content to shorts to feature films to series, if there is one thing that you learn from it, what would be your biggest takeaway or your biggest learning from there? It's make me become really quiet, really personal people. I think, like you know, at the Beginning when I become became a filmmaker, I really, I feel like I'm really enjoyable, and I just want to meet everyone. You know, like I nice to everyone. I being nice to everyone, but but right now I feel like I have my own life, and and I I I just need respect, and I do respect people, and and I. I want people to respect me, respect my voice. But you know, this doesn't mean that I'm not nice to people. But I'm just like, I have my like I love myself more. You know what I mean? Like when mm. when I when I yeah. when I came into the house, I'm not gonna go ask my staff that. How have you been? Are you eating something like that? I when I when I first step out to my office, I will ask myself that. Do I need to pee? Do I need to drink a water? <laughs> like you know, like I I I kind of ask myself first to make sure that I'm okay, and then ah. I can be okay with other people. I think that was I learned taking care, loving yourself yeah. before you can even love others. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like when I like when I when I going to work, I always like well prepare and everything, and I need to be. Like accept myself, like understand the situation that I'm going through in the next one hours, and yeah, just be myself more, and then love myself more. And also, when you love yourself more, you learn how to love other people as well, which is is good, you know, because I I I don't have to be pretending all the time. I can be really honest. Every artwork that I did. Even the TV series, the movies, it just represent who I am a lot. So, yeah, I was so lucky that I be able to express my emotion through my films, and and I also I'm not an only filmmaker. I'm right now I become a songwriter, which is so cool. I I was like my oh. my good experience. So yeah, I just produced two song that's gonna release nice. next next year. Yeah. Because you know, I I never believed that I'm going to be a songwriter or a, a song producer before, but I just try by learning from YouTube. Right now, everyone can learn everything. No matter you are not graduate from film school, you can be a filmmaker as well. Just don't build the wall. Break the wall and then learn the new stuff because I think everyone can do everything if they're willing to learn. Definitely agree with you on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And I think this this year especially is it has put us in this position where learning is 
for all. Uh huh. And you <laughs> everyone know, everyone at home, everyone yeah. can learn. And right now, we have such a good platforms. We have lots of platform. We have Bitsy. We have like we can experience artwork from that. You know, learn from that. And I think it's a good things because when I was a kid, you know, there is not platform for me to learn. Yeah, there is nothing. Only television and. I had no internet when I was a kid, you know, and I grew up in a very strict, really strict religion society. So it's really tough and hard to growing up like that. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah. For students, right? How can how can they know if directing is the right path or right fit for their career in film? Well, based on my experience, I knew that I'm. I want to be a filmmaker. I want to be a film director since I was remember. So the student who is still finding yourself, just trust your first instinct. I think the first answer that you can, that you get from yourself is always be the best. You know, you don't have to think too much. You don't have to be like, oh, those people gonna disagree with me if I decide to be like this. Just be who you are at the first place, you know. Like when I make films, when the first take is good, I don't need to film the second takes because it's worth of my time, and I don't want people to waste their times by thinking too much, you know. Mm-hmm. Just if you think that the right thing you, the right thing to do for become a filmmaker, become a filmmaker, and if You feel like it's not fit for you. Just change. Everyone can improve every day. People change every day. And for example, me myself as well. Maybe one day I'm gonna be just a songwriter and write the books only, and I'm done with directing the film. Maybe one day I will be like that. But now I having fun directing thing. I'm not gonna <laughs> giving up. But I can change. People change all the time, and just accept the 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 change and be who you are. I think it's the most important thing to become in your life. If you enjoy it, do it, and don't be afraid at all. Please, like people gonna say that. Oh, you're gonna be stupid if you do that. Let them think. Yeah, I never listen to the hater, even I have lots of hater. To attack me all the time on Twitter, but I'm just like, I think positive that that make me famous. So <laughs> my IMDb graph is getting higher, higher because of the <laughs> So yeah, that's good. <laughs> you are now sensational. Yeah. <laughs> We'll now move on to the last part of our episode where we debunk a myth. So for this one, the question is: Do directors need to be fierce and shout at their crew for production to go smoothly? Because what what we often understand is that for any shoot that happens, there's always a planned schedule. Things have to run on time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, is this? A myth, or is it happening in reality? Um, sometimes, sometimes it's happening in reality because you know the director need to manage lots of things in their head when they're making film. They have to manage the time. They have to manage the light. You know, sometimes it's raining. Sometimes it's 
you know, it's not something in director mind when when we direct the see the series or the film. So I think it's based on each character of people. Sometimes the director can be very bitchy, but they're just bitch. <laughs> so who care about that? I I mean. Because sometimes I be being bitch too. I, I become really fierce and become annoying. Like <laughs> I never say yes if it's not right, you know. And the crew were like, "Oh, I'm so picky and stuff like that." But at the end of the day, you need to learn how to be apologize, to be respect. You know, sometimes I, I did a bad thing. Like I shout really loud and then. Get upset, get emotional, but at the end of the day, you have to learn to say sorry. Because, yeah, for what I for what I did, it just bad, and yeah, I say sorry because uh, yeah, I think we need to know that we are bad at some point and we are good at some point. So, I am such a grateful that I have my teams who understand who I am and. And willing to, to just work with me, no matter I just, no matter how much I being bitch, <laughs> they still work <laughs> with me, which is kind of good. Yeah. Would Would you say if you if you had the choice, would you rather be a bitchy director or a a soft spoken <laughs> director? I think for my act, for when I communicate with my actors, I really soft because. You know they need um um meditation or they need some they need to focus. So I don't want to just yelling at them, and <laughs> yeah. they're gonna lose focus because they are the main. You know they're gonna protest the character to be in the uh, screen. But for some time, for another crew, sometimes is something is not right, and it's not the first time. It's many many times, and I can be a really bad. And and not very nice, but yeah. At the end of the day, I I I know how to apologize, and because you know, sometimes I I need to be fast, and if everybody just um slowing down, it's just not right. So I have to like, bitch, hurry up, you know, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just to, just to make sure that they are. Okay, they are on time. According to the budget and stuff like that, we need to be. Sometimes we need to be like say no directly because like my costume designer, I said, okay, we have only fifty thousand baht for the budget and the costume designer. No, we have to have seventy thousand baht, and you know when become a financial, you need to be like directly. Yes and no. Yeah, yeah, but if they don't listen to you, you just be a bitch. So they will, they will <laughs> listen to you. <laughs> yeah, that's why I, I feel like the society and people around me sometimes is make me become a bitch. Which is I don't want to be a bitch or a bad person, but I become like that because of you know, like you force me to be a bitch. If I'm not being a bitch, they're not gonna listen to me. So. I'm so sorry, guys. I said bitch a lot. Yeah, I said bitch again. So, 
<laughs> we should think of a, a better term for this. Yes. Um, maybe someone who is strong-willed. Yeah. Strong-willed. Yeah. You know what I calling my Twitter fans? I have a group of Twitter fans that they. Oh, what do you they, call they them? They call arm beast gang. So yeah, the hashtag arm beast gang. And when I call my fans, I call hi bitches, and they was like, yeah, they they was really nice. Oh wow! Yeah. So it's an endearing term. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fun yeah, fact. Yeah. So like some fans, like the newcomer, just like sometimes they cannot accept that because, you know, I said straightforward and yeah, and they just leave and become a hater. So, but that's fine. I love hater. So, just hit me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Any final remarks or comments that you want to make? Yeah, as I mentioned before, just if you want to become a filmmaker, just be who you are and tell your story with honestly. And I hope people gonna accept me as the way I am like this. Yeah. So thank you for having self, me. Self self. Thank you so much. Yes. It was fun talking. Then <laughs> I would love if you guys can okay. go watch. My latest film is called Present Still Perfect. It's on Vimeo right now, and I also have a new TV series coming up. It's called Call It What You Want. Yeah, you can call it what you want. Just call it what you want. Yeah, that's the name of the series, and and it's gonna be out on next year. And I think it's gonna be very interesting and prepare for. The truth, <laughs> because <laughs> I'm gonna expose wow. lots of things in the VR industry. So yeah, mm. that sounds so scary. Looking forward so to it. Such a bit. Yeah, but yeah. If you enjoyed this episode, share this with friends and filmmakers. Write to us or send us a voice message if you have any thoughts on what was shared earlier. We hope what you have learned from today's session will inspire you in your filmmaking journey. And remember to follow us on Anchor and Spotify if you'd like to hear more. See you next time.